What's poppin' everybody? This is the one and only Queen Regal, and you guys are tuning into another episode of Stay Regal Radio, the hottest podcast for self-love, women, and culture. Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. And tonight, before we get too far into things, I have to take a moment to say, fuck self-doubt, especially in these traumatic times. Before we get started with tonight's episode, I also want to take a moment of silence and reverence as we just think about our brothers and sisters that we have lost to police brutality as well as racism in this country within the last few weeks, um, last few years, honestly. But more recently, uh, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Dion Johnson, Drayshawn Reed, Doug Lewis, our hearts go out to your families and anybody who may be impacted by these tragedies. All right, you guys, I want to thank you so much for doing that with me. Um, Man, things are (laughs) rough as an understatement, but this weight that we are all feeling right now, I know it is heavy on our hearts, And there's just so much going on. But you guys already see the title of tonight's episode is The War on Black Skin. It is raging and it is raging hardcore right now in this country. But for the first time in a long time, Black Americans and some allies are raging right back. We're fed the fuck up. We are tired of being tired. We are tired of... and. What Killer Mike said at a press conference, I think it was last night, murder porn. That is exactly what it is. Black lives are being taken and people, the the country is just eating it up, eating it up. I can't continue to see more people who look like me, my, 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 my nephew, my brother, my dad, my sisters, my nieces, my daughter. I can't continue to see our people be slain in this country. So while there's so much pain right now, I try to look and be grateful to the fact that more people are waking up. up. We can't continue to fight for the same thing. We've been fighting for this for centuries now. And I know doing the same thing over and over with the same outcome is considered insanity. And I know my people are not insane. And I'm not saying we start, stop fighting, but maybe it's time for us to fight in a different way. Um, in a way that we've never seen before because we've done the riots. And I definitely understand. And I'm not even going to call them riots. They have been turned into riots by instigators and people who want to see our fight and our cause that is for the peaceful, peaceful protests be met with violence and hopefully more murders. So it's all a strategic plan, but we've done the protesting. Maybe it's time for us to get to a place of Black thinking. And I was listening to um, a speech or a conversation, could have been an interview that Malcolm X was, excuse me, was doing. And he was saying that until the Black man can start to basically love himself and see other black men and women and children as himself and care for them the same way he does for himself, 
that's when we get to black thinking, right? And only then will we finally be able to get to a place where we can get out of this. And I think through this through this chaos and destruction and this pain, that that is what's going to begin to happen. Um, there has always been divides in the black community. And even kind of when you think about and you see what's going on right now, there are some people who feel like being on the front line and protesting is the right way to go. And some people say, well, we shouldn't be destroying this and we shouldn't be out there doing that. We have to fight a different way. I think there's always been a divide. But what I want to urge us to say is that it's going to take multiple ways. So there's no right and wrong way. If you want to be on the front lines fighting and going and doing the protests and being met with the opposition and the violence of the police and really being on the front lines, then that's where you need to be. Maybe that's your calling. But there are others others of us who need to be in the media. There's other of us who needs to be in finance. There's others who needs to be in the police force. There's others who need to be in the political places. It's going to take a complete wide spectrum of all of us like-minded in different places of power where we can really affect change. Um, That's television, that's radio, that's everything. Social media, we need to be everywhere. And so I think as these issues come up, we need to learn that it's okay for us to be different because that is what gives us our superpower because we need to all be different and really living and operating as our highest selves to fully give to the community what we need to give to it. So I know um, the divides come in many different ways. Um, One of the divides is a lot of people online are saying, well, why are we posting this? Like, we shouldn't be posting the negative stuff. And I'm one of those people where I I am going to post it. And I know sometimes it can be really triggering. Um, Not can be. It is. It is triggering, right? It's. It breaks your soul to have to witness somebody who looks like you literally being murdered in broad daylight with nobody that could help him, nobody that can stop. It was a tragedy, plain and simple, a lynching, modern day lynching on a day where this country is supposed to be honoring the people that fought for the country. We see that some of the things that we fought for, that these people fought for are still happening today. There's still no peace and no justice within this country if you look like me. If you happen to be black or brown in this country. And so I know a lot of people are saying these things shouldn't be posted. That makes the family have to rehash and relive these things. But just think if that video of Ahmaud Arbery never surfaced. If it never went viral, if it never ignited so much passion in so many people, what would have happened to that case? Where would those men be? Still home? Chilling? Living peacefully? And so I think, yes, it's triggering. Yes, it damages us in a way because it's happened in so just a high number of videos and things that have just kept happening situation after situation. And so if we don't keep talking about it, if we don't keep making this the top priority within our communities and our lives, 
things get step, swept under the rug. You know, through uh, George Floyd, his murder, I find out that Philando Castiles, the cop that killed him back in 2016, was acquitted two years after the situation. Once we let it die down and we weren't as persistent and consistent, he was acquitted and didn't serve any time. And I think we just need to make sure we are focused on making sure shit like that just can't happen. And so we need to keep sharing it so that other people can see that these things are what happens when you look like us. They need to understand that we are not just making shit up, not letting the past go. We can't let the past go because it's still currently happening to this day. And so... I'm going to keep sharing. I'm going to keep putting out good, putting out the bad. Because this fight that we are continuously in is ugly. And it's going to continue to get ugly until we really do what we need to do. And so to the people out there, I don't wish violence on anybody. But I understand the people out there fighting. Whether it's peaceful and then it starts violent and it gets that violence. I understand where that pain is coming from. So be safe. That's really all I have. Just be safe. Do what you need to do. Do your part in the fight. But there are other ways that we can fight, you guys. Um, I don't know if you guys really mess with Killer Mike. Um, if you don't, I don't know why. But he said it's time to plot, plan, strategize, mobilize. I feel like I'm missing one. Um, but it really is time to attack this shit from a totally different perspective. I don't think we should stop protesting. Definitely keep protesting until we can't protest no more. But then after the protest, how have we organized and started strategically mapping out a plan that is going to continue our fight, just like they made a plan 400 years ago to enslave a people, to to really oppress one race of people. That's how organized and strategic we need to be on lifting those people up. Because I don't even want to focus on trying to bring anybody down. I just want to focus on the advancement of our culture, our community, and our people. So that we can actually live and be free and not have to feel, well, we don't feel like our skin is a crime, but they do. Not have to live in a world where other people fear us just because they don't understand us and they're not us. They don't understand how so much bad shit can happen to us, but we keep fighting back. They don't understand how we never will ever give up. They don't understand how we were gonna we gonna keep showing up to this battle and we're gonna keep fighting until we win. So that is where my focus is, and that's where I really think we all gotta take account of where we are in this situation because there's only two sides to it, really. And I feel like this situation, it definitely checked me. And I think it checked a lot of people because like, if you're not actively working toward the solution, then that means you're a part of the problem. And I know we've expressed anger and outrage before, but I think this one, it just felt 
different. It felt, I think it was just the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Honestly, it's just the, the breaking point. I don't know if you guys watched the video. Once I started the video, I couldn't take my eyes off of it. I felt like I was frantically there with him in that moment and wishing I could be there actually to help him. I prayed for him. I cried for him. I couldn't save him. And that was the thing that just really kind of fucked me up the most is wishing that I could have been there to try to push that damn that man off of him. It was, yeah, that video on top of already watching just a few weeks ago, Ahmaud Arbery get gunned down in the middle of the street. It's a lot. Because it just triggers you and makes you go back to all the other black lives that you have seen ripped away from this precious earth before their time. Before they could really get to live the lives that they were trying to live. And most of them for some of the most randomest shit, like just being black. Just walking back from a store, selling some CDs, selling single cigarettes, like a traffic stop a fender bender, a car accident, like the littlest things while being black can mean your life is over. And so I know with so much of this shit going on and coincidentally, you know, all of this, a lot of this stuff took place or it was brought to light in May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I don't think that's uh, definitely no... Any, it's not a coincidence is what I'm trying to say. And I just want to check in as far as mentally, you guys. Is everybody okay? I know it's hard to be okay when so much stuff is going on in this world. Not only in the Black community have we just been rippled with pain and grief and suffering, but we're also in the middle of a global pandemic, um, which I, I definitely have some ideas about that because the country is on fire and people are out in these streets, hardcore. Some people have masks, some people don't. And we have heard nothing about an increase in COVID-19 cases. At least I haven't. I've been kind of, you know, on the news right now, really keeping up with everything that's going on. And I don't see anything about it, which is just really, really odd. But that's just another thing that we're going through. So mentally, I know for me, my anxiety has spiked. There's been days where I didn't want to do anything. Honestly, doing this episode right now is such a push for me because I'm tired. I'm heartbroken and I'm pissed the fuck off. And I just want to see a change for my people. And I'm just trying to feel like I'm trying to come up with a plan that is going to be the most effective for me to use what God gave me to help be a part of the solution. And so mentally, I feel like, damn, I don't know. Some people, if you have never been to therapy, I suggest you go talk to somebody that can help you unpack some shit. 
with from an unbiased place, from uh, a place of understanding how the mind works and how the brain works. I know a lot of people in our community are still against it, but yo, your cousin, auntie, mama, and them can't always get you through everything because they're going to see it through their experience and their love for you. And it's always going to be from that place. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but when you're trying to heal and get through different traumas and see if you have PTSD or anxiety or depression um, or schizophrenia or anything like that, you need somebody who's educated and uh, licensed to take you through that. And I think now would be a good time to check in with someone if you never have before, because we have a lot of shit that we're dealing with right now. And um, if you've never gone through therapy, I just want to say, don't be ashamed, man. Now is a time where we we need to take advantage of the resources to us because we have a long journey ahead of us. And uh, this is not going to slow down anytime soon. So anything that we need to make sure self is intact and in alignment um, and, at, and performing at your highest level and your best self, that's what needs to be done, man. So... Please don't be ashamed. Don't feel embarrassed. Don't feel like you're crazy. We all a little shot out right now. So I need to get my ass back in therapy. Definitely going to be checking into it real soon. And, you know, everything that we've gone through in these last few days, it just lets me know for the fight and the battle and the journey that we got to keep moving forward in, it it's going to cause for us to remain educated not only to educate ourselves and our young ones about the history so that they can see where we've come from and still how far away we are from getting to where we're trying to go. And remaining diligent in where we're trying to go and never let that be out of our focus. Um, Never letting this anger that we feel in this moment die down remembering the lives of the people that we're fighting for um, and what we're trying to see for our future, for our children's future. I think that's really, really, really important. Um, It's tough, man. It's really tough trying to be okay in this moment in time and to push through and to try not to hate. Because in this moment, hatred is easy to grab a hold of to, onto. And I'm not gonna lie, I found myself in the moment and in the emotion of it all, not saying some of the nicest things, not feeling some of the nicest things, but On this journey of self-love, I've learned to try to lean into every emotion as I feel it and then allow myself to feel that shit and then let it go. Because if I try to suppress how I'm feeling and no, I can't do that, no, I can't feel that way, that shit's just going to boil and fester with inside of me. And so the best thing to do right now, you're angry, you're enraged, lean into that shit. Lean into it, feel it, but don't let it consume you. Don't let it consume you because after you're enraged, get back to that self-love. Get back to trying to focus on learning how to love yourself. Because if you can learn to love you, 
then you can learn to love what looks like you. And it comes back to what I was telling you guys about Malcolm X. If we can learn to love what looks like us and begin to see people who look like us as ourselves, as our brothers, as our sisters, as kings and queens and gods and goddesses, as what we truly are, that's when we can begin to move our communities and super advance our people and be able to protect one another, to love one another, to build with one another, uh, one another, and totally and truly live in a life of abundance and prosperity where we don't have to worry about people coming after us because we're able to protect our own. And we definitely will. And I know this shit's just, it's been rough, but that's where it starts, you guys. It starts with us learning how to truly love ourselves. And I know we are all on the way. We are all on the way. I can feel it. People are starting to wake up. Knowledge is flowing between our communities. Um, Things that we have to unlearn, things that we are relearning, everything is flowing right now. I feel like although there's so much pain and chaos, the silver lining of it all is that it is fueling, that that anger is fueling a fire that will not be put out, (laughs) a fight that will not stop until we reach exactly where the fuck we supposed to go. And that's what I'm holding on to because I feel like people are not at a place anymore where we just waiting and hoping. We're just waiting and hoping. And we see that this is on us. It's on us to continue fighting. But it is also on the lives of those who, who gain the privilege and the comfortability of living in a racist country. It's on y'all to wake up. It's not a black and white issue. It's really not. It's a us against racism. And the more it is shared, the more people can no longer deny that they don't see it. Just because you've not experienced it personally, it is all of our personal experiences are now out there on the World Wide Web for you to see. So if you're not saying anything and you're not doing anything, you have taken a stance. No action is an action. No action is an action. We see you. We hear loud and clear. But just stay out of our way as we continue raging on in this fight. So with that being said, you guys, I definitely didn't want to just get on here and just spew pure emotions. If you are on the front lines, I love you. Thank you. Be safe. But as far as people, as far as people who feel like they can't be on the front line, maybe they feel like they have too much to lose. Um, they don't want to be out there. There are other things that we can all be doing. Um, one, I definitely feel like it starts with self-love. Learn making sure you love yourself. Learning how to tap into your mind. Um, If we can make our mind do something, we can control anything. Um, So tap into those things. And then there's also some organizations that you guys can truly tap into uh, to sign some petitions that we have or that they have going on. I've signed them myself. Um, There is the Action Pack Law Firm. um, And then they have a project called GrassrootsLaw.com. 
both of those places are sending out information as well as updates as these cases move along so that you can keep up with what's going on. Um, now, as far as different places, this is another organization as well. It's called Until Freedom. Um, and the co-founder of that is Tamika D. Mallory. She just had this speech um, going viral. A lot of people didn't know who she was, but that is Tamika D. Mallory, uh, letting them know that we learned this violence from you all. So don't be mad at us now that you're seeing this violence. That definitely is Tamika D. Mallory. I know somebody was like, I don't know who she is. Um, go ahead and follow her on IG. That is her handle, uh, Tamika D. Mallory. That's T-A-M-I-K-A-D Mallory, M-A-L-L-O-R-Y. Um, Another person I say follow um, just to kind of get with the forward moving and forward thinking thought process. Definitely want to follow Killer Mike, um, Amanda Seals. Those are definitely some people that you should tap into. And if through all of this, you still want somebody who's trying to pour positivity into the people. Um, my One of my really, really dearest, closest friends just started a podcast called I Won't Be Long. And um, episode two, one and two. Both episodes have been very powerful, very, very, very clear in positivity. So go check out Erica Manley underscore on IG. Go to Anchor, check out her podcast. I won't be long. You will not be sorry. Now, as far as what you can do to apply pressure to some of these police departments um, in different counties. Now, in the case of Breonna Taylor, um, a beautiful Black woman, young, she was an EMT and a part-time nurse. Uh, gunned down in her own home, eight bullets uh, for an illegal warrant at the wrong address, and the criminal was already apprehended. Suspect was already in custody. Um, this happened March 13th. The cops have not been arrested. So we have the police chief, the police department office number is going to be 502 574 and that is for the Louisville uh, police department. Again, that number is 502-574-7111. And you can contact the mayor's office at 502-574-2003. Ask that the officers involved be arrested, convicted, and prosecuted. They need to serve time. We are so tired of these officers getting arrested and then getting acquitted. Time needs to be served. Justice needs to be served. In the case of Floyd, Big Floyd as he was called, but George Floyd, there's a several things that you guys can do. We need to make sure that all the officers involved, not just Derek Chauvin, are arrested and prosecuted and try to get that charge. Uh, that was a really, someone made a statement, underwhelming charge, especially when you break it down and really see the time that he can actually do. I have shared a video of that to my page, actually. So if you guys want to see that breakdown of what that really means, the murder three charge, as well as the manslaughter charge in terms of times served, um, please go review that because it's not as much as we think. I know we think we have a victory with that, but more must be done. So you can uh, reach out. You can text Floyd, that's F-L-O-Y-D, to 55156. And you can also need to reach out to D.A. Mike Freeman. His phone number is 612-348-5550. Now, he has the power to arrest all the officers involved. So we definitely need to apply some pressure to that. Um, you can reach out to the mayor, Jacob Frey. Um, and the number for that is 612 612- 
612-673-2100. Again, that's 612-673-2100. Um, and if you want to hit him up on IG, his handle is Jacob Frey one and that's J-A-C-O-B-F-R-E-Y, the number one, and that is his handle for IG. Um, you guys, we must keep fighting. Uh, these people can no longer fight for themselves. So it's on us to never let their stories go unnoticed, uh, their story untold, and for justice not to be served. So we still have a long way to go, you guys. This is not the end of it. Um, we got to keep pushing. Um, so with that being said, you guys, I want you to remember to stay true, love you, fuck self-doubt, peace and blessings. Until the next time. What's up, you guys? Regal here. I did have some updates that I felt like I would be remiss if I did not get in this episode. So the murderer, Derek Chauvin, his charge was previously um, murder three and then uh, second degree manslaughter. That has been changed. There's a new second degree murder charge, um, which is great that it has accelerated. And then great, great news. The other three officers were in fact arrested in the murder of George Floyd. So Thomas Lane, J. Alexander Keung, um, and then also Tu Tao, they have all been arrested. So the power of us coming together is working, you guys. Let's not lose traction. Let's not let up. We need to go full for force, full throttle. We still need to get justice for Breonna Taylor and all the women in the Black Lives Movement, um, Black Lives Matter movement who have still not have justice served. And unfortunately, as we are fighting for George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, more people are dying. Unfortunately, there are two other articles that I just saw this morning about black men dying at the hands of police. So I will give more information out there. I know it could be overwhelming to have so much going on at one time, but this is how we all know we cannot let up because there's so much more work for us to do. With that being said, I just wanted to share the good news. Please spread it around, you guys. Let everyone see how when we come together and we all fight for one thing, we can make changes in this country. It's go time. With that being said, I love you guys. Stay true. Do you. Fuck self-doubt. Peace and blessings.